Here's the medical journal The Lancet documenting how scientists have analysed this virus and they've all concluded it came from wildlife and wasn't engineered in a lab. On February 19, 2020, at the start of the COVID pandemic, a group of highly influential scientists published a statement in The Lancet claiming that we stand together to strongly condemn conspiracy theories suggesting that COVID-19 does not have a natural origin. The statement was authored by Charles Kalischer, along with other well-known co-authors like Peter Daszak, Jeremy Farah, and Christian Drosten. The Lancet letter immediately became the media's main reference point for pushing the natural origin narrative. The problem is, like so much of what has surrounded the natural origin narrative, what was being said publicly by the Lancet letter authors differed materially from what they were saying privately. A startling new Freedom of Information release now proves the duplicity beyond any doubt. While he was publicly dismissing the lab leak scenario, lead author Kalischer privately told colleagues that the virus may well have come out of a lab. Hi everyone and welcome to Truth Over News with Jeff Carlson and Hans Manke. Early in 2020, just as the COVID pandemic was starting to unfold, a whistleblower from China published an article claiming that the virus had come from a Wuhan lab. The article was quickly removed, but another article in Science Magazine revealed that dangerous bat virus experiments were being conducted at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. This same article also revealed Anthony Fauci's long-standing ties to the Wuhan lab. At the same time that these articles came out, questions were just starting to be raised regarding the remarkable coincidence that a novel bat virus had just happened to emerge in a city that housed the world's largest collection of bat viruses, and also housed the world's premier lab that specialized in experimentation on bat viruses. It was these questions and the revelations regarding Fauci's involvement that initiated a sequence of events and actions that were aimed at covering up the virus's true origins. As we now know, a small group of scientists funded by Fauci were at the center of these efforts. Following a secret teleconference in early February 2020 that initiated efforts by Fauci and his scientists to conceal the true origins of the pandemic, one of the group's first moves was to publish two separate pieces, Proximal Origin and The Lancet Letter, that were used in a tag-team approach to dispute any examination of a lab leak as a viable possibility. This twin-pronged approach was by design. Proximal Origin, which focused on the analysis of the viral genome of COVID-19, was intended to lend science-based research credence to the natural origin theory. The Lancet letter, written by a number of highly regarded scientists, was used to influence public opinion. Together, these two articles were immensely successful in convincing the public that the pandemic had a natural origin. The letter these scientists published in the world-renowned Lancet Medical Journal left no room for doubt as to the author's stated opinion. As they unequivocally wrote, the authors strongly condemn conspiracy theories suggesting that COVID-19 does not have a natural origin. The purpose of the letter was direct and straightforward. Firmly plant the seeds of the natural origin narrative while simultaneously and aggressively 
dismissing any notion that the virus could have come from a Wuhan lab. The letter, which was effectively issued as a public warning to any dissenting scientist, was also used to portray anyone who disagreed with the natural origin narrative as a conspiracy theorist who created fear, rumor, and prejudice. The letter had its intended effect. It served as a deeply chilling barrier to open discussion and debate, especially in the scientific community who were dependent on funding both from Fauci and from one of the letter's signatories, British Pharmaceutical Trust Director Jeremy Farah. To this day, Fauci and Farah control most of the funding for the world's virology research. It would only later become known, long after the letter had been written, that all 27 of its signatories had ties to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Notably, none of the authors of the Lancet letter acknowledged those ties, even though the Lancet theoretically required all the authors to list any potential conflicts of interest. To make matters worse, many of the 27 authors directly work for Farrer and for Peter Daszak, the president of EcoHealth Alliance, who had helped collect signatures for the letter. Although all of the authors had very direct conflicts of interest, Daszak's conflicts were by far the most egregious, as he had personally collaborated with the Wuhan Institute of Virology for at least 15 years. Daszak's involvement with the Chinese lab extended beyond scientific collaboration, as he had also funneled significant amounts of US government funding from Fauci to the Wuhan lab. That money was then used to conduct dangerous gain-of-function experiments on bat viruses, at the exact same time when such experiments were outlawed in the United States. Fauci later lied to Congress about his role in funding these experiments. But that lie was quickly exposed when a Freedom of Information group successfully sued for documents which showed that Dazak had explicitly thanked Fauci's organization, the NIH, for allowing these dangerous experiments to go ahead in China. In January 2021, a separate group of scientists submitted a rebuttal to Kalischer's letter to the Lancet Journal. Shockingly, their submission was rejected. Coincidentally or otherwise, the Lancet's chief editor, Richard Horton, has been known for his closeness with the Chinese Communist Party and he received the party's friendship prize in 2015. It's worth noting that after the outbreak of the pandemic, Horton went on Chinese state TV and praised the CCP for its decisive action in response to the pandemic, while criticizing officials in the West. Horton also sharply criticized dissenters, labeling any considerations that the pandemic started in a Wuhan lab as conspiracy theories. Although we've long had proof that proximal origin was flawed from its very start, we now have new documents that have been released by the State Department that show that the Lancet letter was also a coordinated lie. These documents were released after transparency group U.S. Right to Know sued for their release. And these documents definitively prove that the Lancet letter was not only a fraud, but that the authors knew their claims were fraudulent. Perhaps the most important of these newly released documents is an email from Lancet lead author Charles Kalischer to a number of staff at the Galveston National Laboratory, including James LeDuc, the lab's director. 
The Galveston Lab holds a crucial role in the world of viral research and operates under the financial umbrella of Anthony Fauci's NIH. The Galveston Lab also trained a number of staff from the Wuhan Institute of Virology. In his April 2020 email, Kalischer casually abandoned his natural origin claims from the Lancet letter, when he unequivocally stated that he could not see how anyone could definitively say that the virus could not have come out of the Wuhan lab. It was Kalischer himself who seeded and aggressively promoted the notion that the virus could not have come out of the Wuhan lab, even smearing those who would say otherwise as conspiracy theorists and bigots. That Kalischer made the statement without correction, objection, or challenge from any of the scientists included in Kalischer's email, including Galveston lab director LeDuc, strongly indicates that all of the recipients of Kalischer's email fully understood the need for a private versus public stance on the virus's origin. Of particular note, Kalischer had copied David Franz, the former commander of the U.S. Bioweapons Lab at Fort Detrick and current advisor to Dazak's EcoHealth Alliance, on the same email that acknowledged the very real possibility of a lab leak. It's not yet known why Franz was included in a list of recipients that mainly comprise Galveston lab staff. But just days before Kalischer's admission about the virus's origin, Galveston's Leduc had separately reached out to Franz, warning Franz that the lab leak theory was not going away. In an apparent reference to COVID-19's unique genetic features, including its fear and cleavage site, Leduc had also warned Franz of the genetic variability of the virus. It is not known why both Kalischer and Leduc were involving a government bioweapons expert in their deliberations. But what is known is that all three of these men failed to inform the public of what they really knew about the virus. Galveston's lab director, Leduc, also features in the newly released emails. During an earlier show, we exposed that Leduc immediately suspected the Wuhan lab as being the source of the pandemic outbreak, a point that he made abundantly clear in a February 9, 2020 email to the vice director of the Wuhan lab, Yuan Jiming. Leduc advised Yuan that if there are weaknesses in your program, now is the time to admit them and get them corrected. LeDuc also attached a number of questions for Yuan, including whether the Wuhan lab was conducting gain-of-function experiments that may have resulted in the creation of the COVID-19 virus. Despite their years-long affiliation, LeDuc never received any response to his questions. But despite being ignored by the vice director of the Wuhan lab on a question of critical importance, the newly released emails now show that LeDuc again got in touch with the Wuhan lab in April of 2020. Shockingly, LeDuc wasn't making contact to request an answer to his earlier questions regarding the Wuhan lab's role in seeding the pandemic. Instead, LeDuc was reaching out in order to give Shi Zheng Li, the director of the Wuhan lab, an opportunity to personally edit a statement that LeDuc was going to give Congress in relation to the pandemic's origin. LeDuc offered Shi Zheng Li the chance to make any changes she liked. There's much we still don't know about these events. Beyond personal exposure, 
What motivated all of these men to make critical public statements that differed markedly from their privately held views? Why didn't LeDuc choose to follow up on his concerns over the virus origin with the vice director of the Wuhan lab? And what role has David Franz, who just so happens to be an expert on lab leaks, played in this whole affair? Why would both Kalischer and LeDuc feel compelled to keep him informed of ongoing events and of their privately held views? Whatever the answer to these questions might be, the simple fact is this. The lead author of The Lancet Letter knowingly lied to the world, and the federal government helped to promote this lie. Both are ominous signs for the health of our nation. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Truth Over News. Real investigations, real analysis, no narratives.